Welcome, everybody, to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Coach TJ. And for today's episode, I have 10 ways to get better over the summer. That's 10 ways to get better over the summer. Um, This is going to be a good one. I I believe I have some really good stuff for you uh, to share with your kids, share with your players. Um, You know, if you're coaches, share with the kids that you're training. So we're going to get into it. But before we actually start, I got to talk about my book. My book, The Skill Development Playbook, it is available in three different formats. It's a PDF version that's available on my site, tjonesfirm.com. You can get the PDF version for $3.95. If you want the Kindle version, it's available on Amazon. Uh, You can go to Amazon, type in Skill Development Playbook, and it'll pop up. And the Kindle version is $3.99, and the paperback version is $9.99. It also can be available on Amazon and I will also have some paperback versions for sale on my website here hopefully in the next uh, next couple of weeks so um, if you're if you're on my website and you want to be able to order some some paperbacks from me you will be able to do that also so um, let's go ahead and get into it 10 ways to get better over the summer and number one, this is something I talk about all the time. If you've been following my podcast, if you follow me on social media, then you know I always talk about having a plan. You have to have a plan. You have to have a goal or an objective. You need to be specific in what it is that you're wanting to do and what you're wanting to accomplish. You need to assess your skills. What areas of your game is strong? What areas of your game needs improving? How many days a week are you going to train? Um, so basically what you really need to do is, is come up with one to three skills that you will want to add to your game. You'll want to improve or enhance in your game and really hone in on those skills and say, OK, you know what? I really want to improve my shooting, specifically with my shooting. I want to be a better shooter off the dribble or I want to improve the long ball. I want to be able to shoot from three or I need to improve my free throws. Or I may need to improve my finishing at the rim or it could be something, you know, I need to be able to become a better passer off the dribble. I need to improve my weekend. What is it specifically that you need to do once you decide what those what those areas are? You need to put together a specific plan that's going to help you achieve your goal or your objective. If you do not have a plan, if you do not have a goal, then you're just going to be, you know, shooting in the dark, (laughs) you know? Um, So we want to have a plan, want to have something specific, a goal or an objective that you want to accomplish. And that's going to help set the tone or give you a a set, give you momentum to attack the summer. So you could be ready for the upcoming or the next basketball season that comes around. All right. So 10 ways to get better over the summer. Number one, of course, you can have a plan. Number two, you can, and this is not something that you have to do, but this is this is this is an option. You can hire a trainer. I am a trainer myself. I love working with kids. I love being able to take them from point A to point B. I love to see their skills progress and get better. But I also tell players they do not get better for, by coming to me for one day a week. You're not going to get better. You know, if you come to me every Tuesday or every Monday or every Thursday or whatever day of the week it is, that's those are not the days you get better. You get if you come to me on Monday, then you're going to get better Tuesday through Sunday. 
those are the days that you get better. So uh, parents, if you're if you have a kid and you decide to take your kid to a trainer or a skills coach or a skill development specialist or whatever term or adjective you want to use to describe, you know, coaches now, um, they have to understand if you're if you're taking them to a trainer one day a week, the other five to six days out of the week, those, those are the days that they get better. So if a kid comes to me on Monday, every Monday, I can tell if they've been in the gym, if they've been working on some things on their own, those are the days they get better. So they come to me for like tips, assessment, improvement, uh, temporary improvement. When I say temporary improvement, meaning they're going to show progress during our session, but they have to be able to take that progress and apply it outside of the session that I have with them. So, um, but you can, you can hire a trainer. Now, here's the thing. You got to decide what kind of trainer you want. Okay. Do you want them to have certification? Um, there are a number of different certifications. There are like USA Basketball has a certification. Uh, I believe I'm Possible has a certification. Gannon Baker has a certification. And there are some other uh, uh, Impact Basketball has a certification. And mm-hmm. here's the thing about about um, certifications. When it comes to uh, when it comes to certifications. Uh, when it comes to certifications, I look at it like this. Those certifications are like franchises. There are some franchises you go to, like a McDonald's. You may go to one and it's just great. Oh, my goodness. The food is hot. The food looks pretty, like on the picture. Great service, great staff, everything. But then you may go to another McDonald's two blocks over, and it's the worst experience ever. So certification can be something that you want them to have, but it doesn't have to be um, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are a better trainer than somebody that doesn't have a certification. There's a difference between knowledge and know-how. There could be somebody that, that gets a certification and has knowledge, but they don't really know how to do skill development training. I hope that makes sense. Okay. Um, also with a trainer, you can decide if you just want a specialist. Sometimes, you know, parents will say, you know what, I just want to take my kid, kid to a, to a skills coach that really specializes and shooting and you'll have some guys out there that that's what they specialize in that's what they're known for they are great at teaching and improving players shooting ability that may be something that you want to look into you then may want to look at a trainer that's that really specializes in ball handling um and so it just kind of depends on what you want to do where you want to go but just know that an option for a player to get better over the summer is to hire a trainer all right Number three of 10 ways to get better over the summer, you have to get in quality shooting reps, quality shooting reps. And these next few uh, tips that I have are going to be really for the individual player um, and just some things that you can do when you're in the gym. So you want to have quality shooting reps. So what I mean by that is you want to take you want to have purposeful shooting. OK, take shots and practice that will help elevate your game. Um I know that you hear a lot of game shots and game spots and game speeds. And I typically preach that more in season than I do out of season or off season. The reason why is because so much happens in, in uh, so much happens during the off season. You may be a player that plays the point And then the next year you may move to the two or you may play the wing. And the next year you may play the point. So during that time, you're going to have different different shots that you may end up taking. So 
during the summer, you want to get quality shots, quality reps. And when I say shots that you may take in the game, I mean just generically speaking, one dribble pull-ups, two dribble pull-ups, spot-ups, you know, pin-downs, flares, fades, stuff like that. Um, but then you can get more specific as you start getting into your preseason training and, and your team practicing. But you want to get in quality shots. Um, so use the offseason to expand your shooting. If you don't have a lot of range, you may want to try to work on expanding your range out to the three-point line. Uh, you don't want to spend a whole lot of time trying to do all these jelly layups and, you know, half-court shots and stuff like that or shoot behind the back. But don't get me wrong. It's okay to have some fun, but make sure you put in your work first. You know, if you're in the gym for an hour and you spent 40, 45 minutes just really putting in work, putting in purposeful work, and you want to spend 10 minutes with your friends just having some fun and goofing off a little bit, I, I can understand that. But to make sure that you put in your put in the time. All right, uh, number four of 10 ways to get better over the summer. Number one was have a plan. Number two is hire a trainer. Number three is get in quality shooting reps. Number four, drill simple dribble moves. Drill simple dribble moves. Um, on my IG story, I just posted a clip of Kevin Garnett when he was playing for Team USA and they were playing a full court one-on-one -on -one game. And basically what it was is, you know, you're on one end, you play one-on-one -on -one, um, with, uh, let's say, I think he, like Vince Carter was guarding him. You know, he scored on Vince Carter, he gets the ball, he dribbles down to the other end. And then it was um, another player, might have been Jason Kidd. And then he played Jason Kidd, he scored, he gets the ball, he dribbles down to the other end. So you kept going full court one-on-one -on -one until someone scores a set number of points. And when I'm watching this, the guy's seven feet tall, you know, is an Olympic team, so he's playing against the best of the best in the world. And everything that he's doing is just simple, simple dribble moves, uh, you know, crossover, you know, between the legs, one dribble pull-ups, two dribble pull-ups. Um, his footwork was on point. And those simple dribble moves are the things that you need to be able to master. But at the same time, it also depends on what you're trying to accomplish. If you are dribbling two basketballs in place and you're doing a, a, a variety of different combo sets, if, if, your, if your goal is to improve the ball, uh, your ball handling against pressure, then those drills are not gonna, they're not going to help you accomplish that goal. But if your if your purpose is to improve ball quickness, maybe some hand-eye coordination, um, then I can see you doing those. So, uh, but you want to do some simple. You want to master simple dribble moves, and I and when I say simple, I mean I mean simple dribble moves, crossovers between the legs, behind the backs, um, some combo moves. But you know you don't need four, five, six dribbles to be able to get to your spots. You want to be able to. Make a hard move, get to your spot. If the defense cuts you off, you want to have a counter and then maybe even get into a pass or finish at the rim or into a pull-up. So um, work on moves that help you create space to get your shot off or be able to uh, make a pass or draw another defender. Uh, you know, concentrate on changing speeds, changing direction. You know, those two, that combination right there of changing speeds and changing direction is a heck of a combination. That's that's very very difficult to be able to. Um, it's very it's very difficult to be able to guard. Okay. All right, number five, 
have a variety of finishes at the rim, have a variety of finishes at the rim. Now, when it comes to finishing at the rim, I've, I've said this before. I look at the rim having three angles, the front of the rim and both sides, and then you want to be able to finish with your right hand, your left hand, off your right foot, left foot, and off both feet. So if you're able to do that, that gives you six finishes. Um, and then if you add those six finishes to all three angles, you're at 18 finishes. Okay, you're at 18 finishes. So you got to be able to finish with either hand. So one way you can get better over the summer is to improve your finishing. Um, again, it could be a right-hand layup off your left foot. It could be a right-hand layup off your right foot. And you want to be able to do it on all three angles of the rim. Um, so you got your you got regular layups. You got reverses. You got up and unders. You got inside-of-hand layups, you know, and, and just different things that you'll want to try to work on. Uh, be able to get the ball high off the backboard just in case you got a big rotating over that's six, seven, six, eight, six, nine, depending on the level that you're playing on, or even seven foot if you're at the pro level. Um, so you got to be able to have a variety of finishes when you're trying to uh, get to the rim. All right, so we're talking about 10 ways to get better over the summer. Number one was have a plan. Number two is hire a trainer. Three is get in quality shooting reps. Four, drill simple dribble moves. Number five, have a variety of finishes at the rim. Number six, you can improve your footwork. Number six, improve your footwork. Footwork is the, oh, to me, this is probably next to shooting and possibly even, I'm, I'm about 90, I'm just about ready to say that footwork is more important than shooting to some degree. Um, it is very, very, everything in basketball starts with your feet. We talk about balance. We talk about being on balance when we shoot, being on balance when we drive, being on balance on defense. All of that starts with our feet. Uh, so sh arguably footwork is probably one of the most important skills to have in basketball. Because there are some really good players that can play but are not great shooters. So shooting doesn't necessarily have to be the greatest or the most important skill in basketball. But I, I would I, I, if somebody if somebody had an argument with me on that or a debate and they said shooting, you know, I can understand that. But everything starts with your feet. Everything starts with your feet. Uh, so improve your footwork. You have to be able to start and stop with your dribble. You have to be able to pivot. You got to be able to have jump stops, you know, one, two steps, um, you know, shooting on balance, defensive footwork, all those things. So you got to be able to have good footwork. So the better your footwork, the better of a player you can be. So you want to improve your footwork. Um, and again, and I'm giving you 10 tips or 10 ways to improve over the summer. And you may only pick two of these or three of these that you're going to do. But the great players, how they get better year in and year out, they keep adding layers to their game. So don't think that you have to add 15, 20 different skills over the course of a summer. Um, pick you one or two skills, maybe three max that you can really hone in on and really just target with laser-like focus and get better. Okay. Uh, number seven, uh, add passing to your drills. Add passing to your drills. And here's what I mean by add passing to your drills. I don't do a lot of stationary passing drills with my players. 
Um, if I'm in groups, I don't do a whole lot of, you know, partner passing drills. But what I try to get them to do is I try to get them to make some type of pass. Like if I'm doing a, a small group of two, maybe three. Um, if I have three, then I try to make one of those players the passer. But what I what I try to do is um, I try to get them to initiate the drill by passing the ball to me first. And sometimes I'm real specific about what type of pass I want, how I want the pass to look. But then other times I just have them pass me the ball because I want them to work on passing. Now, there are some non-negotiables when it comes to passing. Um, they got to be crisp passes. They can't be those floater passes that look like a heel, like they're throwing it over something. Got to be good, strong, crisp passes. Um, when they're, uh, the uh, other non-negotiable I have is if they're passing to their left, I want them to pass with their left hand. So an example of that would be if they're at the top of the key and, and, and they're facing the rim and to their left, if I'm on the wing, they have to pass it to me with their left hand. They can't pass it with their right hand. And then I also, depending on the player, I can get real specific with their footwork. I may tell them, hey, I want you to step with your left foot. Hey, I want you to step with your right foot. So I always try to add some type of passing to the drill. And, and then, you know, of course, if it's a if it's a novice player, if they're learning for the very first time, then, yes, we'll do some stationary passing. Um, but I like for players to, especially like if we're working on pin down screens, you know, instead of having somebody up top just holding the ball, you know, let's pass the ball. That initiates the drill. Let everybody know, okay, you're ready. We're going to let you initiate the drill by making the pass. Okay. All right. Number eight, increase plan of one-on-one, two-on-two, and three-on-three games. Increase plan of one-on-one, two-on-two, and three-on-three games. Um, one thing that I started doing probably about a year, year and a half ago, some of my clients, I played them one-on-one. Every time we meet, the last 10 to 12 minutes of our, of our training session. I play them one on one. I don't do that with everybody. I'm, I I just turned forty. I don't have the energy. Um, <laughs> I don't have the energy that I used to have. Uh, but we play one on one, and I have one girl in particular that's sixth grade. She looks forward to it every week. She's trying to beat me. We play twenty one, and what we do is, of course, for those that may not know, but everybody, this is how you play twenty one. She starts by shooting a couple free. Th- she starts by shooting free throws. It's live on a miss. If she makes the first three, she takes the ball out, and then the game starts. Uh, with me, she doesn't. I can still shoot the ball, so she doesn't allow me to shoot free throws. I have to shoot a three-pointer. And now she won't allow me to shoot them at the top of the key because that's my favorite spot. So I have to shoot them from different spots. Um, but we'll play 21. And it gets to a point to where she'll get 18, 19, 20 points, and it come down to free throws. And every once in a while, she'll make some. She'll make a game winner from the free throw line. But she's missed more than she's made. But she's learning how to handle that situation. Um, and when I play them, I play to win. I am competitive. But at the same time, I'm playing to teach them something. You know, I, I, I make her use her left hand. If she goes in for a layup on the left side and she uses her right hand, at the wrong in the wrong instance, I block it. 
Um, so I do those type of things and, and I use every opportunity to give her a teaching point or give her a tip or look how I'm playing you. What should you have done? What could you have done? You know, look how you're playing me. That's how I was able to get this shot off. That's how I was able to do this. You know, so those are good for those players and for players to get better. Play some play some one-on-one. Even if you're playing against someone that maybe not as skilled as you, find something to work on. So if you're playing against a player that maybe there's not as much of a challenge, you know, you can drive right every time and shoot layups. Maybe you need to finish everything around the rim with your left hand. Maybe you need to work on just shooting threes. I'm going to see if I can beat him with, you know, creating, uh, stepping back and shooting threes. You know, so just something to kind of work on on different aspects of skills of your game will help. Two-on-two and three-on-three is the same way. I got, I got, um, I was at the gym one day and uh, we were trying to play some five-on-five and we got it done. And I actually, I said I got hustled. I actually got hustled. Um, it was myself and two other guys, and we played against three guys that's older than myself, older than me. And they were like, man, let's play some three-on-three down here on this end. So I said, all right. And, man, when I tell you that they were picking and rolling and, uh, you know, screening and rolling, and, I mean, and, and that's how I play. Uh, and I, I played that kind of basketball. I don't, I don't go out there and just whoever got the ball go one-on-one. But they were just killing us. It was like when we switched, we, you know, me and my team wasn't, communi- wasn't communicating very well. But anyway, it's just three-on-three three and two-on-two and one-on-one is a great way to learn how to play the game of basketball. And there, and also it could be the wrong way. Um, so there are ways that, that you know, you can, you can play one-on-one to learn the game. And there are also ways that you can play one-on-one and you won't learn anything from it. But uh, – Increase playing one-on-one, two-on-two, and three-on-three. All right, number nine, watch film. Film is an excellent – film does not lie. Film does not lie. It's an excellent way for you to learn and get better. Um, what you can do is get some of your, your your games. And I know a lot of players have services like Huddle and Crossover. And a lot of times if I have a player that has the Huddle account, then it's usually just highlights. But what I tell them to do is get actual game footage. Get – not just a couple of highlights, but get the full game. Get about three, four, or five, or six games that you can sit down and watch and actually evaluate and assess your skills and find areas of your game that you need to improve or find areas of the game that you do really well and say, okay, I need to do more of this or I need to do more of that. Um, that's going to really help your game. Um, and also another thing that you can do is if you're training by yourself, uh, maybe if you had you're at the park by yourself, or if you're at a gym and there's nobody else in there, um, you know you can set up your phone or uh, a tripod with with your with a with a laptop, not a laptop. I'm sorry, a tablet, and record your training session. Go through your workout, record your training session. Go back later and look at it and say, man, my footwork is bad. Every shot I shoot, I'm off balance. Oh man, my follow through is ugly. Um, I had a friend of mine that recorded himself shooting the other day and he put it on Facebook and he said he didn't realize how ugly his shot was. I wanted to tell him, man, everybody knew that stuff for you. <laughs> oh boy. But anyway, so, so you can record yourself shooting, uh, record yourself dribbling, record yourself doing your workout, especially if you're not working with a trainer and you can go back and look at it and evaluate yourself, but watch film. 
uh, and don't watch film just for highlights. Don't watch film just for dunks and threes and crossovers. Really pay attention to the game. And you don't have to watch it for an extended period of time. You know, you can fast forward through through uh, different points of the game. Um, but really try to evaluate and look at the game and see uh, different areas that you can improve. All right, 10 ways to get better over the summer. We are now at number 10. Let's go back through the list real quick, though. Number one, have a plan. Number two, hire a trainer. Number three, get in quality shooting reps. Number four, drill simple dribble moves. Number five, have a variety of finishes at the rim. Number six, improve your footwork. Number seven, add passing to your drills. Number eight, increase plan of one-on-one, two-on-two, and three-on-three. Number nine, watch film. And then number 10, take care of your body. Take care of your body. Uh, you get you have to limit the sodas, the cakes, the candy, the junk food, the fast food, the processed food. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta limit all that. Eliminate it really. But if you can't eliminate it from your diet, then you gotta be very careful and strategic about what you put in your body. Uh, so you wanna limit that, but you have to increase your water, your fruits, your vegetables. Uh, those things are very important. Also, you got to get rest. And I'm talking to myself on that because I typically go to bed about 12 and get up about 530. And my body has learned to function off of that, but I really need to get about seven hours of sleep every night. So you want to get plenty of rest. Uh, everyone is different, uh, but I was listening to a interview or I saw a video or something with LeBron James and he said he gets eight hours of sleep every night, eight hours of sleep. So you want to try to figure out what works for your body. You know, three or four hours of sleep is not going to be enough. You should at least try to get six and a half. I say at least six and a half or seven minimum. But eight is really what you want to what you want to shoot for. Uh, you want to try to get eight hours of sleep. LeBron James does. If it works for him, I'm sure it'll work for us. Um, another way to take care of your body is get in the weight room. You got to get in the weight room. I was telling the kid this the other day. They're in sixth grade. They're small. They're not very strong. I wasn't telling them to lift weights, but I told them, man, you need to start doing some push-ups because, you know, you're, you're hoisting the ball at the basket. You're throwing the ball at the rim and you're not shooting it. And when you actually do shoot it, it falls short because you're not strong. You've got to start doing some push-ups. So um, you got to add some strength. You got to add some size. Uh, you want some power. You know, so getting the, getting the weight room adds confidence on and off the court. It do, on and off the court. Uh, you want to try to improve your speed, your quickness, your vertical. Just improve your overall athletic ability. And then the last tip I have for taking care of your body, and this is really, really important, stay flexible. You want to be flexible. Make sure that you stretch before and after practice, uh, after competition. Because, um, see, here's the thing that also that happens. You have to get you a good dynamic warm-up. When I was in seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, we would just walk out onto the court, get in a circle, and start stretching. That's not really good for your body. So make sure that you warm your body up first um, with some light jogging, maybe some karaoke, some some high knees or some butt kicks or something to kind of get your body moving just a little bit. Even if you got to start at a real slow jog and kind of work your way up, 
and then stretch. Make sure your muscles are loose and warm. Um, and don't be afraid to do some yoga. They have yoga now for even basketball players. Um, so, you know, you got to take care of your body. All those tips I told you up until number 10 uh, will be null and void if you do not take care of your body. Okay. Um, doesn't matter how good of a shooter you are. If you're not taking care of your body and your body is breaking down, you won't be able to perform at the highest level. Doesn't matter how good your footwork is. No matter how good your ball handling is. No matter how much film you watch and how high your IQ is. If your body breaks down and you're not able to perform, you won't be able to play at a high level. So we got to make sure that we take care of our body. So that is it. 10 ways to improve over the summer. I'm going to read this list one more time. Number one, have a plan. Number two, hire a trainer. Number three, get in quality shooting reps. Number four, drill simple dribble moves. Number five, have a variety of finishes at the rim. Number six, improve your footwork. Number seven, add passing to your drills. Eight, increase plan of one-on-one, two-on-two, and three-on-three. Number nine, watch film. And number 10, take care of your body. So here we are. Um, before I let you go, let me give you my social media information. And I appreciate y'all listening to the show. Be sure to share it. Tell your friends. Uh, pass it on to whoever you that that you may think may find this of a, a, a benefit or beneficial to them and their basketball journey. I, I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. So on social media, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My uh, handle is at NBNBball. I do post more stories, excuse me, I do post more stories on Instagram, but I'm working on my page. I got some different stuff I'm trying to do. Uh, my Facebook page, uh, search for me, NBN Basketball, and I will be posting more videos on my Facebook page, which will also be going to some other pages too which I'll tell you about here just in a second. On LinkedIn, look for me, TJ Jones. I'm on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, it's nothing but net b-ball. I've had it a long time. Years ago, I used to go by, I used to just tell people nothing but net b-ball. But anyway, it's nothing but net b-ball. My website, tjonesfirm.com. That's T-J-O-N-E-S firm. F-I-R-M dot com. That's my website. Go there. Check it out. Um, you can connect with me through email. The email is info at tjonesfirm.com. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I appreciate everybody. Again, I'm going to be doing more videos on my Facebook page, which I'll, I will also be posting them on, on YouTube. And, and they'll be on my on my Twitter and in my my Instagram so y'all make sure y'all connect with me through one of those channels. I'm trying to give out as much content and information as possible. Be sure to go buy the book. Uh, the book is on my website. If you go to my website, tjonesfirm.com, and go up to the right corner, it says, uh, I think it either says SDP book, or it may just say book, but if you click on it, all the information is right there. If you're interested in me doing some consulting for you, whether you're a team, whether you're a coach, whether you're a parent or a player, and when I say consulting, meaning you need some help putting together your summer training, what should you do uh, if you want me to assess a game and give you some feedback on, on your skills and what you need to improve on and what I think that you need to do 
uh, to help your game go to another level, be sure to email me info at tjonesfirm.com. Or if you're on follow, if you're following me on social media, direct message me or send me a, uh, some type of message and I get with you. So that is it. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all until next week. God bless.